Right, as I said at the top of the show, I'm delighted to be joined on the phone by Malcolm Thompson, who is going to embark on a tiny walk from Carlisle all the way to Ipswich. So, Malcolm, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks, Graham. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. Um, I might fill the listeners in with a, a, a quick intro, intro as how I actually met Malcolm uh, many years ago. Was it 2002, would it have been? Oh, I can't remember. The, I know it was a UEFA Cup. Yeah. Right yeah, it must have been 2002. Yeah, yeah. I think it was roughly then when uh, she played Moscow and I met um, Malcolm on the plane, uh, which is where the fun started. Malcolm, I believe, uh, had uh, y- y- your friends had gone in a flight ahead of you, hadn't they, or something like that? Well, they, they went before me on a, on a decent flight as well, not Aeroflot. Um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> that was a bit nerve wracking, and then lucky enough, I met you, so it calmed down a bit. But. Yeah, we took Malcolm under our wing. You can't complain about Aeroflot. We got silver service, if I remember, didn't we? With yeah, Mal- I know, but I was, yeah, but I remember going to the pub and I got, you know, home from work one day, and I was really jumping up and down thinking, telling my mates, no, I booked it, I booked it when I was going to Moscow, and I found out they were going on an earlier flight with another aircraft, and all I kept getting fed was, the track record of Aeroflot. So <laughs> by the time I booked it to the actual airport, I was literally hardly slept, I think. <laughs> well, well it, we're still alive to tell the tale, Mark. So it didn't it crash was, after yeah, all. Yeah, it can't be that bad. No, we didn't. No. <laughs> Certainly an experience. No. And then we actually got to the Russia Hotel, which was the biggest in the world at the time, I believe, wasn't it? It was, yes. Um, yeah, yeah. We were lured upstairs by some very lively town fans. This must have been, what, three in the morning or something bizarre? Oh, it was early in the morning, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I was glad I met you because, I say, we landed. It was dark and yeah. very early in the morning. And, yeah, so <laughs> lucky enough, we're at the same hotel, so it all worked out in the end. And, the first, and of course, the first thing we did was go into the bar, and so most of us didn't wake up until <laughs> mid-morning. And then I remember we went to an Irish bar in the morning, and that's where we lost you basically, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Yeah, 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 that's about right. Yeah, well, I think I was lost for the moment I arrived. So <laughs> the bar, to be honest. It was quite that's a good. bizarre, but quite an amazing trip, wasn't it? So anyway, that's that's filled you in on uh, on Malk. And um, since then, Malk, this is now ooh, 18 years later, isn't it? So um, you're now doing a walk on behalf of the Kevin Beatty Foundation, which was your your brainchild, wasn't it? Um, yeah, it was. Um, I used to hold events at the Drummer Monkey um, outside the ground on match days once, um, about once or twice a year. We had various players, Fabian Wilners, Kevin Wilson, Jason Nizel. We even had the FA Cup there as well. Yeah. Um, and Kevin, Kevin used to come along and, you know, what, and I remember we did a fundraising night for a young lady called Alfie Lung who couldn't walk or talk. And Kevin said to me, I hope, and I hope my name can help someone in years to come. And I really thought nothing of it, to be honest with you. But then, obviously, when Kevin passed away and there was all this campaign to get, you know, what we can do for Kevin, and then it was like the treatment room or the fan zone bar or something. I, I didn't really want none of that. And then, you know, these dangling ties, and that came along with um, the statue. So, originally, we was going to do a walk for the statue. But, unfortunately, it got called off um, because the time we arrived, we, we arranged it to arrive in December when the statue was being unveiled. And then, obviously, the logistics went wrong. So we cancelled the walk. We were going to do it early this year, but again, that got cancelled because of the, the COVID. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the statue's now been paid for and ready to go up and everything. And and I just thought, well, I still want to do this walk. And I thought, what can I do? And I was talking to one or two people, and I thought, you know what? And I had a flashback what Kevin said, and he said he wanted his name to help people in years to come. And, and I thought, you know what? Let, let, why not? Let's make his wish come true. Let's... um. 
let's, let's have a Kevin Beatty Foundation. And so then I had a had a word with Emma, his daughter, and she thought it was a great idea. And so that's what we plan to do now. We plan to have a foundation and hopefully help various charities along the way in years to come. So, And obviously keep Kevin's name and legacy alive as well. So hopefully, you know, be good for everybody, hopefully, all around. Well, yeah, it'll certainly... Uh... Yeah, legacy once he's got a statue and, and to be honest those who are any football fan or even if you're not if you've seen the actual uh, mock-up of the statue it's pretty pretty impressive isn't it i'll tell you what it's very, it's very impressive i'll see some statues around different grounds from yeah, different so people <laughs> and some of them look i've got to be you know, i've got to be honest some of them look I, I don't even know who they are unless someone told me mm. but every you know but everyone this guy's done has been fantastic and look alike and you know even captain mannery not just football stars but Know, various celebrities and stuff and what he's done with Kevin is to get him to look like he's off the ground is it's pretty amazing to be mm. honest yes yeah yeah mm. I actually I was on uh, holiday just before the COVID thing and was in um, what's it called Funchal in Portugal and I actually got to see that wonderful statue of uh, Ronaldo <laughs> it's awful <laughs> <laughs> I think he was pleased as well. well. Exactly, one of the greatest players in the world, and then they get a guy who can't even make a statue properly. They should have got this guy, shouldn't they? Whatever his name is, um, Quinn, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Edges Quinn. Quinn yeah. Yeah. You know, I just got right in one. Oh, yeah, his name's got right in one head. Yeah, yeah, but Edges, uh, yeah. Edges Quinn, I think something like that. Edges yeah. Quinn, that's why. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, like you say, the biggest player in the world, and uh, you think they get someone, or yeah. at least would have seen it first before they unveiled it, really. <laughs> there's a, I, mean, I know this is a breakfast show, but there's a sort of a bold in his shorts, which has been rubbed raw <laughs> by passers-by and uh, people having selfies. But hey, we'll go change the subject. Um, yeah. So, which which charities are going to benefit from this? Now, you've, so you've got the money for the statue already. So, which... well, the statue has been done by the Stanger Times and uh, oh, Radio Suffolk. So, oh, okay. So, yeah, that's, that's all been paid for, obviously by the fans as well. So now we've decided. Because we had, we, we were going to do this walk from Carlisle to Ipswich, and the reason why we did that, or we chose that route, was because obviously Carlisle being Kevin's birthplace, um, and Ipswich is where obviously he played all his career most of the time. So we decided to do that route, and now we decided to carry on with it, and now we're going to set up foundation. But we had the lucky enough, we got uh, the family's blessing, and very supportive the PFA because it costs like six grand to set the foundation up. And the PFA have agreed to pay half if we could raise the other three thousand. So I thought that was very thoughtful, very kind of them as well. So brilliant. So um, now we just got to raise the three grand, really. So uh, that's what we're trying to do. And um, wh- when do you actually start the walk? We start from Brunton Park on September twenty seventh on a Sunday, um, and we finish arrive at Portman Road on October the tenth, which thankfully. Uh, the fixes done well, and uh, it's a home game against Cheltenham Athletic, so it's worked out pretty well. Which we probably won't be able to go to, but still. Well, I do reckon some fans will be in yeah. October. Oh, that's true. I, it's October, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm just glad it's a home game, really. So, yeah. So hopefully, there'll be a few people around. That's if someone someone will probably have to carry you in, though, won't they? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll have a drink by then, don't worry. I'll I, was be right. say, I'll have a... I was thinking more of your feet, but yeah, I forgot about the drink as well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you yeah. want, presumably you, you're obviously not going to do it in one hit. Are you, what, what, what town do oh, you no, stop we're doing it about, Yeah, we're doing it. Yeah, we're doing it. Obviously, we're doing about 11 different routes. Uh, obviously, one route, but 11 different stops. Yeah. So yeah, we've got various hotels who are helping us, you know, putting us up. 
uh, every night. And uh, it's amazing. And that's another amazing story because there was two hotels, I had to say this, and one of them was in Lincoln. And the guy said to me, or emailed me back, he said, is it all right if I give you a call? And I said, yeah, fine. Anyway, he gave me a call. And I was on the phone for literally, it seemed like hours. And I'm not moaning because he's given us a free, free accommodation. But he was on his dad, his dad, who owns the actual place, the hotel, uh, asked his son to give us a call and basically tell us that when we arrive in, he'll make sure he's there. And the reason is, this is in Lincoln. The reason is, it's uh, his dad's a massive fan of Kevin Beatty. Oh, really? So yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's just amazing since I've done this. You know, and it's just amazing how many people around the country, you know, not even Ipswich fans, just know that generation, that age, just know how good Kevin was. Mm. So, you know, it, it is, uh, even I didn't realise how good he was on tour, but doing this to be honest, I knew he was good, but it's amazing how many stories and how many people, you know, coming out and saying what a great player he was and how lucky he was with injuries. And Did you ever yeah. get to see him live or not? Oh, yeah, I saw Kevin, yeah, I'm, I'm that age, I saw Kevin, yeah, and he was a powerhouse, he was a, he was a fantastic player. Yeah, absolutely, um, I mean, yeah, best player I've ever seen, in a blue shirt anyway, definitely. Yeah, definitely, oh, no, no, yeah, definitely, and, to be honest, what I love about him is he was, you know, he's just a genuine guy as well because, you know, there I was as a boy, he was my hero on the terraces. And um, and then as life went on, I got to become a friend and he became president of the sports club I once held and he was always there for me. And then he started ringing me up Friday nights, you know, about what's going to happen next day at match day. And yeah, so there I was idolising him and next minute. I just knew him in the end as, as yeah. Kevin rather than rather than the hero. So that, that's a good thing for me, really. So I was very lucky. Yeah, and he, he was a genuine town fan as well. I mean, the amount of times I bumped into him on the trains going to away games is such a laugh. Yeah, well, that, that's why I think the statue was built, um, not built, sorry, was raised so quickly by the fans because I think he had that rapport with the fans and I think the fans had that rapport back, which mm. I don't think you see very often, especially today anyway. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I, I I think he was liked because he just seemed to be the normal the normal guy next door, really. He was, yeah, and it's uh, such a sad moment. Well, for for me, it was like Kennedy and uh, Lady Di and all that. You can actually, I can always, I can actually remember what happened or where I was when he died, and you know that shows how important it was. Certainly, someone like me who's uh, grown up watching him and idolising him, just like you, it's a real shock, wasn't yeah. it? Well. I became numb, if I was honest, and, I, yeah. and even then, I, I started right at the beginning. And when it happened, I was disbelieving it, and I was like, Goo. "I mean, it sounds crazy." Even now, I look back and think how crazy I must have been. But I was just like googling everything to, mm. to see if it was true, and it kept coming up. You know, Kevin passed away, and all, and I still wouldn't believe it. I still think it can't because you know, although Kevin had his injuries and he had his illnesses and he had his knockbacks, and to be fair, he was twice, I think close to, to death anyway but he mm. always seemed for some reason he always seemed to bounce back mm. and I never and, and at that time I never knew that he was ill I mean I knew it was a heart attack at night but what I'm saying there was no build up there was no, nothing so when I was told that you know he passed away it was just an absolute well it was an absolute shock to be yeah honest. absolutely yeah yeah I remember I think we were on the um, A14 going home from a holiday or something and just couldn't believe it just absolutely couldn't no. believe it Amazing. Um, so, Kevin, so Kevin, oh God, look, his, his, his uh, spirit's talking to us. Um, yeah. how, how do uh, people donate if they'd like to? And I hope they will. And yeah, I, I, I still I would, will. I, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd appreciate it if, if town fans would like to, um, you know, don't, don't do it for me, just do it for the foundation because I have to say this one of the two, we haven't, 
got a charity in mind at the moment. The first thing we have to do is, is to get the foundation up and running and get it official, which is now we're near, near enough there. Um, we just need to do this walk. We've also got an evening with Jim McGill and, and Matt Holland planned afterwards, so that will help raise the funds as well. So you know, I'm confident in getting a free grand. And then it's up to the executives to decide which charities we're going to look at. We are looking at MS because obviously Kevin's wife, Maggie, suffers from that. Uh, yeah. We're looking at MND because that's now becoming quite high profile with Dave Watson and there's Toby Robinson at Peterborough. And I even had um, a letter from Burnley. This is how, I mean, it's not even official yet. I had a letter from Burnley asking if the Beatty Foundation, once it's up running, would help one of their former players who's now got MMD. So, you know, the word's getting around. Uh, yeah, sorry. So if, if people can help, that'd be fantastic. Um, and it's, if you go to the w, sorry, www.sorefeet.live, uh, there's a, a fundraising page on there www.sawfeet or one word. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, www.sawfeet one word. Yeah, dot live. Brilliant. Or if you Google, or if you Google it, you can Google sawfeet for the beat, um, and and it comes up as well. I'm pretty sure you will have sawfeet at the end of this as well, Mel. <laughs> well, that's, I, I thought that's what I thought it was a quite a catchy uh, logo, really. The slogan, sorry, the, yeah, you know, the beat, and it would be sawfeet. I think, to be honest. And uh, and you're also um, on Twitter, aren't you? Yeah, sore feet for the beats on Twitter as well. Yeah, so basically, so, if anyone, yeah. yeah, the best way to get in touch is just Google it, isn't it? Sore feet for the beat, and then you'll yeah, yeah. If you Google sore feet for the beat, it'll come up, and you'll you'll get directed to the actual web page or Twitter or something. Yeah, so that'd be fine. Excellent stuff. But, um, before you go, how many is of there is you yeah, <laughs> speak English, Graham? Yeah, how many, how many are sorry, there? No, of no, you? But there's two of us. The amazing thing is, there's, there's just two of us walking. Yeah, uh, me and a friend of mine who you knew Kevin before me, in fact. Um, yeah. And Carlisle United uh, fans, the supporters club, um, I don't know what's happening at the moment, but they've already set up uh, a welcome evening in a local pub on Saturday night. And a few of them actually want to do a few miles with us to start oh, with from the, from the ground. So, you know, the publicity out there has been pretty good. And But, it's, it's, yeah, there's just two of us doing it all the way, you know, 330-odd miles all the way down back to Ipswich. God. And you had a little practice over the weekend, didn't you? <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, I did a, I did a, 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 a trial run a few, a few months back. I tried to do as many football clubs as I can to make it a bit interesting for me as well. Um, and then it switched when they were came out that they were playing Tottenham. I decided to again have another long walk around London. So I went from Stratford Park and West Ham's football club, uh, walked to Arsenal's football club, and then ended up at White Hart Lane, the new stadium. And the sad bit was that no one would let me in, but never mind. It was a it was a good old walk. So, uh, and uh, yeah, oh, so that's, that's, a, that's a shame actually, Mark, isn't it? Because you've been walking all that way. I know, you know, they weren't going to let the public in, but you'd think one in a massive stadium like that, they could have. Well, let you in. <laughs> I, uh, I, I did say well. The, the, it was a funny story. I did get up to one person because they were doing like Corona tests, having these temperatures to your wrist and stuff Yeah. to any, anyone going in really and uh, broadcasters and um, ex-players and even Clive Allen was stopped and tested and he wasn't too happy but you know, I, I just joked and said oh can I come in she said oh and she said, I don't think I'll be able to temperature because you like you're sweating I said well I just walked around London she said I don't think you'll be allowed in anyway the temperature will be too high so oh, I thought God. oh well it was <laughs> worth I tried to flag my high end but it didn't work so. <laughs> 
yeah, you should, should have found a pub and gone and rinsed your face or something. But you, you, I know, I know you. You wouldn't have come out of the pub anyway, would you? No. <laughs> oh, but, right. Anyway, so, yeah, yeah, so it's a good old walk. But yeah, the impressive stadium, and it, it was it was good. So uh, yeah, and the other thing was, it, it just helps to spread the word about the foundation. Absolutely. You know. Yeah, so it was pretty good. You know, you know, I managed to get in the pub after the walks. I needed a couple of pints, as you know. And <laughs> and, it, you know, and even that pub was interested what I had on, you know, the top that said Carlisle Twitch Twitch Walk. And so, okay. you know, so even then, the Tottenham fans in that particular pub, she said she's going to try and get something arranged as well. So, yeah. So, yeah, you, I've noticed you've got quite a lot arranged, haven't you? And as you say, the Jordan and uh, Holland evening, which will certainly be fun, having listened to Jim and Jordan recently. Um, so... If anyone else is interested, um, as Malcolm just said, sore feet for the beat, Google that. That's probably the quickest way to get in touch, to make a donation and to go along and enjoy all these things. When, where do you actually hold the uh, Magilton Holland uh, uh, event? To be honest, at the moment, we we was, we was did have a, a venue in place, but then coronavirus, you know, uh, again, we don't know what's happening <clears throat> because a gym has to fly over. Uh, and the other thing is, we don't know what's happening with Boris and the government, with schools. You know, are they going to shut pubs back down again? So <clears throat> everything is up in the air at the moment. So we're just waiting to... Yeah, yeah it's just waiting. We're just playing it day by day with that one, really. I'm, I'm trying to get the walk over first. And then... Um, well, we we're planning to do it in October and November time anyway, because we're hoping that, hopefully, some of the fans will be allowed back in so mm. the fans can go straight from the game, straight to the venue when it's all confirmed. Well, touch wood, at least the uh, at least the walk itself should be relatively safe. Well, I have to be honest. I've had I've asked various police around the country, um, and they just said, "Look, if it's just two of you, as long as you're social distancing, and the hotels are happy that you know for you to stay and stuff, they don't have a problem either." So it's not like it's a large march; it's just two of us. So excellent stuff. Absolutely, Matt. Well, very good luck with that, mate. And on behalf of all the listeners and everyone else. Wish you all the best. And, uh, no, thank you for uh, helping us, really, supporting us. It's been fantastic. Yeah, and everyone, again, repeat, um, sore feet for the beat. Just Google it. Yeah, it's sore feet the... for the beat. Yeah, yeah please. Please Absol- do. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck, Malk. Take care. Great to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, thanks very much, Graham. Cheers. Take care. Come Cheers, on, mate. Bye. Bye. Malcolm Thompson, who's going to embark on that uh, quite daunting trip next month. And if you'd like to support him, if you'd like to help him in any way, if you'd like to, uh, to donate or go along to any of the events which uh, Malcolm is organised in conjunction with this trip, then just get in touch with Sore Feet for the Beat. Just Google it, and then you can find him also on Twitter, etc. So, uh, big thank you once again, Malcolm. And of course, the very best of luck.